Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. Today is Stephen Sondheim's birthday, and yes, I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is the late, great Stephen Sondheim's birthday. Like, there's really no reason to say the date. We should just say, Today on Broadway today for on Tuesday. Stephen Joshua Sondheim's yeah. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it exactly. just makes sense. That's all we care about today, and that's the show. And that's the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to exactly. uh, Stay on Broadway. <laughs> oh, James would not be happy. Um, so here's the thing. We are going to talk about Sondheim. We want to celebrate yeah. his birthday perfectly, but we do have some news to get into before we get into all that. So let's start there because, as you know, Ashley and I will not shut the bleep up about him ever. Yeah. So it's yeah. really – it's not it's not fair for us to put you through a taste when we could just get into it later. So yeah. I didn't expect this. Uh, part of the news, but I mean, here we go. Sure, why Let's not? Do yeah. it. Famed eccentric director Evo Van Hove, big fan <laughs> of Wolves. This one, yeah, big fan of them. Screens. This one, yeah. Um, he will direct an even creepier show than his Crucible. It's an adaptation of drum roll, please, Stephen. King, not on him. Stephen King's The Shining. It's in the works for the West End with a London premiere expected for January 2023. Deadline has reported that Nepotism Baby and Star of Reality Bites, Ben Stiller <laughs> of The Ben Stiller Show, is in talks to play Jack Torrance. Now, many of you remember the film adaptation from 1980 by abusive director True. Stanley Kubrick, where True. Jack Nicholson's face is burned into my brain in the final frame of him in the snow. Anyhow, as it should be. As it should be. Casting has yet to be finalized. We don't know who will be playing the Shelley Duvall part. I hope that she is treated far better than the way Shelley Duvall was treated uh, on set. Yes, please, um, God. I can't talk about this film without talking about that because it is it yep. has plagued me and many others for years. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, it's just kind of fascinating that this is kind of getting, again, like, this is a really old book. Like, this got adapted in 1980. Yep. That was... 48 billion years ago. So, you know, it's, give or take. <laughs> no, but, um, anyways, it's, it's Broadway bound following their London premiere, of course. Um, Simon, Simon Stevens, Tony Winter for the Curious Incident of the Dog of the Nighttime will adapt the script. And then the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child team will serve as producers. So this sounds like it's going to be probably a really trippy, exciting. There's going to be, I mean, literally Matt and I just yeah. saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the, um, yeah. 2.0. And it was Ooh. so magical. Like it was, it was such. Literally, I, I love seeing show. And here's the thing: this is why I've also, besides like uh, my my personal ties to Frozen, like I don't care about Frozen as a property mm -hmm. so much as I care yeah. about like the people. Um, sure. But I really enjoy because I'm also a former nanny, and like I love doing children's theater stuff. Cute. I love listening to young people enjoy theater, like yelling mm -hmm. um like i don't even care just people embracing and reacting to theater especially young people and anytime they would make a reference on stage in harry potter especially like to a character that people knew or whatever and the kids would <gasps> and the, and you know yeah. all of the effects it was just so exciting so i time. know yeah and and this team in particular i believe is going to probably serve that um original source material by stephen king really really no. well the kids love Stephen King's The Shining. Famously, so I had to totally. watch it when I was seven, and I yeah, do have regrets. 
Um, I have regrets of it in general as someone who at least you, well, of course, but as someone who at least used to have an absolutely petrifying fear of clowns, not so much anymore. (gasps) I've moved on to smaller tasks and bigger (laughs) tasks like life in general. Uh, this is really interesting. Uh, It is, right? uh, I'm notoriously not. A Van Hove fan. Um, okay, Netflix, I didn't know that. Which I actually, I actually didn't really know enjoyed. That. Well, see, so there you go. I'm here to uh, educate teach, the listeners and me. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but this is uh, like I kind of have an image of it in my brain of mm-hmm. how absolutely off the wall this is going to be, and I'm kind of here for it. I can also picture Ben Stiller's Jack Torrance, which. Yeah. Is, is not something I would expect, but I can see it really clearly in my head, and I think it will be just deranged. The well, entire production, I think, will be completely deranged, and I'm, I'm very all right with that. Can I tell you, can I tell you what I think happened? Sure, yeah. I think that many moons ago, Evo Van Hove mm-hmm. watched a DCOM classic, DCOM Disney Channel original film. Mm-hmm, of course, obviously. Heavyweights. And I believe that he cast directly from this film that particular character. Yeah. yeah. Because tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Readers. I, won't. I mean, I I, I'm just saying, Readers, like, go, please. go to, go to the source material. We've, we've seen this in the works for many, many moons. So if we you, if you want to know, watch Heavyweights. I'm sure it's on Disney so, Plus. <laughs> so does that mean like Kenan Thompson and Judd Apatow are going to be part of this production as well? Please don't say that because you know I want it. <laughs> they just appear in the text of like the um, yeah. in the photograph from like the 1940s. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Something's wrong with us. Don't put us in charge of any theater. Oh, I mean, please do. We'll Speaking make it of better. theater that we should not be in charge of, once again, I Woo! forgot about this show. Seattle Reps world premiere of the Jaws inspired musical Bruce has Da-da. cast its. Da-da. Da-da. They should just call it Da-da. <laughs> the two note. Triple threat. Steven yeah. Spielberg. <laughs> they've they've already cast their Steven oh. Spielberg because again, like this is based on the whole the real This is nineteen seventy five. A very Steven heavy episode so it's far. It's a very it's big for, for Steve. Steve Big day for Steve. Steve everywhere. if you're out Hello. there. Ashley Steve's right here. Ashley Steve, Steven, oh Steve, God. Steve himself. <laughs> uh Tony nominee Jared Spector is gonna be playing Steven Spielberg in Bruce. It's based on the Jaws log uh from the nineteen seventy nonfiction behind the scenes book about you know the film's production uh, by Jaws co-screenwriter Carl Gottlieb uh, the musical directed and choreographed by Donna Fiore uh, begins previews at the Seattle Rep May 27th here's what I want to say about Jared Spector and if you're listening Jared you are so nice I met him oh good okay <laughs> he is so nice and he plays historical figures so flipping well I was gonna say we know he can do like a bio role he the does. former Sonny of Sonny and Cher of the Cher show yeah he, even like on screen though like he is able to capture these really famous people in his own yeah. way but also paying homage to the original so I, I really yeah, actually totally. love this casting and I do too I'm, I'm thrilled yeah yeah co-sign to that i think he'll do a great job cast his wife she's also amazing okay so back on broadway ben levi ross will return to the role of the titular deer and deer evan hansen deer the titular deer and that deer 
She gave everything. My dear. She gave everything. I Tuesday, March 22nd, the star will return at, you know, here's the thing. This guy led the first national uh, Ameri- North American tour as Evan. Mm-hmm. He began as a cover on Broadway at 19, led the tour. Now he's 24 returning to the role on Broadway. That's that's amazing to me. That is it's that is good. booking it. It's pretty good. Booked and busy, indeed. Booked and busy. Good for you, Ben Levi Ross, so you can catch him for, for a short time. Should have been in the movie. Should have hey, been in the movie, I well, guess. Well, he was in Tick, Tick, Boom. So yeah, somebody made out like a bandit. He was, yeah, I was gonna say, was busy doing better movies. Can you fathom? I mean, Good that's term. pretty iconic. So we're gonna take a moment from the show to talk about our sponsor for this week, Today Ticks. And I've gotten to see so many more shows than I normally would because of how quick and easy Today Ticks makes it for getting tickets. Like they have amazing prices like truly <laughs> sometimes you know you'll go to the box office you'll go to these things and it, it becomes such like a, a hassle but i'm telling you like you can just pull up today ticks it's a one-stop shop for all your theater tickets um it's got the best value on broadway and beyond just download the app or visit todayticks.com to find a show that you want to see or maybe a show that you like truly looked over and then you just find a great price for it and it's like okay yes of course i'll go this afternoon uh, getting tickets is easier than ever with the today ticks app and you can check out in 30 seconds and get your tickets with ease Pretty quick, pretty quick. Yeah, sometimes it's like trying to like play a game when you're deciding you want to buy tickets and you realize you only have enough money for maybe one show, but that's not the case with Today Ticks. You might be able to see two shows, three shows, four shows even. It doesn't matter when you want to see that show either. It could be day of, it could be months in advance. Today Ticks gives you access to exclusive pre-sales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs to sold out shows, day of discounted tickets and more. And it's not just for Broadway. It's not just for the West End. You can find tickets in cities across the country and around the world, including Chicago, LA, DC, San Francisco, Sydney, and more. I was on Today Ticks on Monday looking at, you'll be surprised, company <laughs> tickets because I thought about going <laughs> later today. And then they do this thing that I love you, Today Ticks, but it's also really annoying where they decide they're going to send me an email maybe 10 minutes after, like, are you? Did you forget something? Did you still want company tickets? Of course I still want company tickets today, Tix. That's a handy reminder. I know. They're on it. They know. They'll they'll stalk me to my deathbed, but I will eventually buy company tickets again from Today Ticks. Yeah, the literal first time I ever used Today Ticks ever, I can tell you exactly, was many years ago, I think when the the app first started, and I used it to see love letters with Carol Burnett. <gasps> yes! <laughs> and I was yes, so I excited to be, I think I was in the balcony for that show, but I was absolutely determined to see her so that I could say I've seen Carol Burnett on stage, so thank you Today Ticks for allowing me to do that. So see that show you've always wanted to see, or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less, go to todayticks.com slash broadway and use promo code broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. Use promo code broadway at todayticks.com slash broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase, todayticks.com slash broadway. So let's get into some awards talk because, you know, the girls love talking about the awards. Oh, yes, we do. And we are not going to talk about the whole bit with Rachel Ziegler not being invited to the Oscars because that's a yeah, whole other can of worms. Fix it. It is. It, first of all, fix it. Second of all, I do kind of understand because we are still mm. in tight COVID times. And I believe the understanding was like you get a plus one if you are nominated. And that's kind of it. Like they're keeping it a lot tighter than they normally do. So I can I, I see that there might have been some like <laughs> back and forth. But either way, 
get that girl to the Oscars. We want to see her in a gown. Right. We want to see her in a suit. Right. I want to see her in overalls. I just want to look at her. I love her. We She's we love a New Jersey queen. But we're not talking about that, like I said. <laughs> Even though we t- <laughs> Yeah. I know what I did. Mute. So the t- <laughs> Mute and mom. Mute and uh, zippity dip. So the Tony committee met for the second time this season to determine eligibility for certain productions. And we're going to read you that list now. So that the shows include Clyde's, Mrs. Doubtfire, Company, Flying Over Sunset, Skeleton Crew, MJ, and The Music Man that were the shows in question of like certain eligibility, right? So starting here's what it is. Harry Hayden Patton. Tony Asbeck and Carmen Cusack will be considered eligible for the best performance by an actor-actress in a leading role in a musical categories for their respective performances in Flying Over Sunset. Great. Rob McClure and Jen Gambatis will be considered eligible in the best performance by an actor-actress in a leading role in a musical category for their respective roles in Mrs. Doubtfire. Interesting. Um, Patty Lapone will be considered eligible for the best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical for company. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sutton <laughs> Foster will be considered eligible for the best performance in, uh, by an actress in a leading role in a musical category for The Music Man. Again, happy birthday, Sutton. My Georgia queen. Miles Frost will be considered eligible in the best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical category for his performance in MJ, which also just announced a national tour that's coming about yeah. that they're creating. Um, Beowulf, Borat, and 59 Productions will be considered jointly eligible in the best scenic design of a musical category for their work on Flying Over Sunset, and the same for the two-person team being jointly considered eligible for best scenic design for a musical uh, in regards to MJ. So mm-hmm. a, a lot of this was kind of like, you know, how are we, you know, th- this means that they're eligible. This does not mean that these right. people are going to be nominated. It just means right. that they are eligible to be nominated. And all I want to add, because I feel like Ashley will yes and me, is that okay. maybe we look at starting to get rid of the binary um, in these awards. Oh, God. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's uh, all. He, I'm not in charge of anything. I just, I would like all. that. I would love it. Uh, I've talked about it before where yeah. I used to, as cabaret in chief, have to do the cabaret awards for Broadway World. And that right. was really the last thing I did before I left was getting rid of the gendered categories. They're just so, it doesn't make sense anymore. It automatically leaves people out because they have to do the little dance of like, well, where do we put you? It's ridiculous. Get rid of it. It's the Tonys. It's theater. Why are we still doing this? But yeah, the rest of this is just like, okay, we're dotting our I's and crossing our T's before this nomination period comes out, which is at the beginning of May, um, as talked about. Um, Just like, "Mm, yay, let's get through April. Um, But yeah, getting all these eligibility things together so we will have those nominations very soon. Clear eyes, full arts, can't lose. In other news, Dom our warehouse's 2022 season includes two European premieres, including Lucas Nath's A Doll's House Part 2 and their own premiere of the band's visit. Hello. Uh, yeah. The season includes the premiere of Don King's The Trials, Silence, a first-time co-production with Terra Theater, and a free exhibition, We Black Women, curated by Donmar associate artist Joan Iola, uh, which will run alongside Mary's sequel. So a nice. lot of good stuff going on there. I'm excited. A Doll's House Part 2 will have a second life over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, so anytime. Anytime, Lucas Nath. Just please. Um, so famously, Space Dogs officially closed off Broadway at MCC famously. Theater. However... However, whisper, yeah. wink, wink, nod, nod. 
the final two performances were filmed. Do we know they what's were. going on with the film? Are they shooting it into the Cosmodrome? We are not sure. Possible. Very but possible. I'm, I'm trying to know. I, I'm very much trying to know because I was not able to get to it despite 700 attempts to see it because <gasps> my brain and body are not cooperating. So I hope this is a lovely little pro tape streaming situation so I could actually see it and not just listen to the cast recording. Um, If you want to listen to the cast recording, you can go listen to it on Ghostlight Records. They did an incredible um, cast uh, recording of this. They're also they really do. cute music videos accompanying it. So please check those out if you did not get to see the show. Um, I hope it has a second life. Could I just ask? Probably. But I want to know, like, all of you, an official announcement of what's happening with those uh, recordings. So stay yes, tuned. Yes, please. In some arty farty yay us news, El <laughs> Hirschfeld <laughs> Foundation's latest online exhibition, The Hirschfeld Time Machine, the 90s, will spotlight Hirschfeld's work uh, one decade at a time. It is available right now for viewing at alhirschfeldfoundation.org slash exhibitions through June 15th. The Hirschfeld um, covered, you know, he covered nine decades of theater, oh, yeah. film. TV, music, politics, Master, Alicia, you know, like um, just so many things. Uh, pen and ink um, illustrations of, you know, August Wilson's The Piano Lesson, Larson's Rent. Yeah. I mean, there are yeah. so much in the 90s. I love there was one um, from this particular article of Anthony Rapp as Mark um, that he had done that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I- I'm I'm fascinated by his work, uh, obviously, <laughs> like aggressively. Oh, yeah. Um, love Got a coffee table book just full uh, of his stuff up until the early 60s. It's a really old one, honestly. I think ink uh, drawings in particular are some of my favorites and like yeah. truly what I try to mimic in like life. Mm-hmm. But like his work, um, Squ- Justin Roberts Squig's work is just, it's so iconic and it's a, it's a part of our theater culture. And I think that we really take it for granted a lot of times. Um, Definitely. and, and I just want to say like, I'm so honored that we are getting you know, preservations of this work all the time. And I hope that we continue to do that in all artistic uh, endeavors when it comes to theater and all that kind of stuff. You said it. So finally, in a few recommendations, we have included a video of the little prince, Le Petit Prince. If you, if you, if you're French. Oui. If you want a little croissant. Bien sûr. (laughs) Um, Was that offensive? I'm not sure, but I've always wanted to take French. So think of it as me paying homage. The French are rarely offended, but often offended simultaneously. So I think you're safe. It's Listen. an homage in itself. Well, uh, their first preview is on March 29th, ahead of an April 11th opening at the Broadway Theater. I really want to see the pr- this production. This video is so stunning. I love this book. I grew up with this book. Me too. Like, Likewise. I, yeah, I think that any any person that has any ties to this loves it. I've never met someone that was yeah. like, oh, I, I I think I read it. They're like, it's the best book ever. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm excited. I know they've already played a bunch of cities already. Um, so it's not like this is, you know, the first time they're doing it but it's the first time we've had it in new york so hey just saying um additionally you can listen to a few tracks from sondheim unplug releasing from yellow sound label and broadway records coming up um ashley sent me yeah today it's it's fantastic again ahead of unplugged colon the nyc sessions yeah it's it's just excellent and like you know this is sondheim's 92nd birthday you know we're still going to (laughs) um celebrate this um the way exactly and the you could drive a person crazy track that um, you sent me from oh, yeah, uh, Jacob, Jacob Hoffman. Hoffman. Oh yeah. my gosh. 
God. <laughs> so Amazing. Good. We've got that one. We've got um, Manuna Ryan, who's in company as yes. one of the boyfriends. Theo, I believe. Yeah, Theo, um, who was also in the Fiasco Theater, Merrily We Roll Along. So it's a video of Franklin Shepard, Inc. Amazing, as always. And then uh, something came out at the end of last week that you should be listening to to death as well. Oh, assassins. Oh, assassins. <laughs> <laughs> not not me having listened to it hundreds of times. Listen, I guys, mean- <laughs> I'm 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 super honored to like be a tiny cog in that wheel. Like again, all of the work goes to everyone that is you know on that. Whether that's a, a, an instrument, a producing credit, um, the orchestrations, Matt Stein's work, um, creating that piece is so phenomenal. The cast is mm-hmm. electric. Um, I'm I'm thrilled that everyone's receiving it so well. It got up yeah. to number three on soundtrack um yeah. albums last week. Thirty. Four yeah, and then up. Soundtrack, excuse me. I know, I know. That's the category. That's the category. Yeah. Don't get mad at the girl. Um, <laughs> it was up to thirteen. Um, in albums like worldwide, which is amazing, insane. So, guys, like, continue to stream it. Continue to buy it. It's an incredible piece. And April fifteenth, the physical really- CD comes out damn good yeah. i got to listen to it wednesday were you uh, did you feel wednesday. honored as a fan oh i mean that's the only obviously and yeah of course of course uh and it you know the first major cast recording since his death yeah. is obviously a very big accomplishment uh and one that was going to be heavily scrutinized especially mm-hmm. if it wasn't good but guess what it's really f- good and i've listened Ugh. to it a lot a lot a lot margaret hall and this is what we'll end on uh, margaret hall from playbill mm-hmm. um is apparently she she tweeted that she is working on because she's working she's uh you can pre-order her book uh, about paul gemignani gemignani uh, yep yeah right now but she's working on an assassin's book because it is her favorite yes. and she is a musical theater historian she yep. kind of tweeted some vagueness about it and i was like no no no, girl you don't understand like that's huge so <laughs> be on the outlook because like once we know more information we will let you know but margaret hall one to watch an incredible journalist incredible historian and friend so true, true. that's what we will leave on thank you guys so much for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at broadway radio and don't forget about our patreon that's patreon.com slash broadway radio you can find me on all social media platforms at it's grace aki ashley where can people find you you can find me on twitter and instagram at no this is ashley thank you guys so much we can't wait to keep celebrating sondheim with you we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> <laughs>